Welcome to Diverse, a Society of Women Engineers podcast. SWE gives women engineers a unique place and voice within the engineering community. On Diverse, we highlight the incredible thought leaders and personalities in our community and discover who they are at home, at work, and in between. You can find all of our podcast episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm your host, Dana Johnson, and welcome to Diverse, a Sweet Podcast. Please remember to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Sweet Diverse Podcast. On today's episode of Diverse, I am joined by Wan Len Lim, a senior manager in BD Greater Asia R&D. Lim is responsible for portfolio and program and project management functions across the design centers in Singapore and China. She began her career at BD as a mechanical design engineer, and she then progressively advanced her career throughout various senior positions while successfully supporting and leading several new product development programs. Thank you for joining us today, and let's jump right in. It's my pleasure to be here, and thanks for having me here today. We're so happy to have you. But one of the things we like to start with, with all of our guests, and I've gotten quite the range of answers so far, but what I'd love to know about you is what really started to spark your interest in STEM? So since young, actually very passionate in math and science and visualizations. So naturally, the two professions that struck me since young will be a scientist or an engineer. And I did get some influence from my dad, who is a max teacher, and he loves to DIY his own furniture at home and maintaining or repairing our countryside's home's electrical generators. So we actually grew up watching my dads and uncles working in machineries in rubber and sago factories. I came from a very traditional family that my grandparents have advocated the girls will be given a low priority for schooling as compared to boys and be married off to be a good housewife with a basic education. However, my mom and dad fought hard that we should go to school, be educated until university with their hard-earned saving and that should have same treatment as the boy. My parents have a strong belief that women must be independent and self-sufficient and should not rely too much on others for our basic needs. Therefore, we are all being trained to be a strong woman that advocates for gender equality and all female siblings, excluding myself, are female engineers too. Oh my goodness, that's a lot of female engineers. I'm so excited to hear that. I do have a question. I'm really excited to hear that your dad instilled some DIY into the home. And I want to know if he ever pulled you into any of those projects and what your favorite was. He actually did a baby cot for my little sisters back then. And he actually made us to actually play with the, the assembly of the baby cots. So that actually sparked some of the interest on us as well. Excellent. I might have a little DIY in my passion as well. So I love hearing when other people have that, but I think it's amazing that your parents were able to instill this belief in all of your sisters that they should be independent and they should go on and do what they really want with their lives. So that's really exciting for me. You mentioned a little bit about how you got into STEM, but can you tell us about what your educational journey was like? Since primary school to secondary school until high school, 
I'm actually uh, in a science stream students where I did three pure science subjects and additional mathematics. Partly maybe it's an influence from my dad that actually we took out Max A and Max C. So naturally, when we actually go to tertiary education, we will prefer a STEM uh, degree or a STEM uh, professions. So back then, I did have an informal mentor in my high school days, who is my upper school uh, female max teacher. And she's very and a very supportive uncle who is actually a headmaster of primary school, where I always get my advice from. And they always advise me to choose a STEM field that I'm passionate in and recommend me to take out engineering, science or mathematics related career that can open even more career opportunities and better future prospects due to its nature of wide scopes and coverage. So that instilled that kind of mindset in me. And even back then, I've been offered a management and administrative degree in New Zealand Malaya. However, I end up choosing a STEM tertiary education that is production technology, which I major in factory automation in Singapore with Economic Development Board Balsary. This area are believed to be the main contributors to economics and society uh, during that period. And studying in STEM field did train me to be a more analytical, systematic problem solver and clear mind in risk management. And my dad always encouraged us to have continuous learning even you left school and start working. Therefore, after I graduated a couple of years later, I did pursue a political science degree from New Zealand London to complement my existing job. That's really interesting. I think that the political science degree from University of London, I think sounds really interesting. And I would love to hear a little bit more about how that did complement your existing job. So as you actually progress in my career, and you know that not only technical part that you need to be excellent, you also need to able to actually come up with a business case for your project and also manage cross-function. And of course, uh, there come the, the part of like, you know, those accountings and and so financial numbers that you must be actually very well versed in. No, that makes perfect sense. I think there's a lot of a lot of that in many of our day jobs. So I know that you've held a number of different roles at BD, but what roles have been the most challenging for you? So in in 2013, I actually took up a very challenging role as leader and moved from operation roles to R and D roles. And that core team leader job is actually the first global health and a non-business unit new product development project, which managed across functional team to deliver an innovative product that is underdeveloped in healthcare over the past few decades. It is in a new business area of maternal newborn health. And because it is a new business area, therefore, it has been more complexity and more stakeholders than previous projects undertake in Greater Asia. This project is a global project for all parts of the world except US, and it is an extending globalization of Greater Asia R&D. The leadership of global health team is actually based in US, while the project team that is working on this project is based in Singapore, US, Geneva, UK, France, and China. And I have to manage to lead the global team to work cohesively, inclusively, and seamlessly in almost every aspect. In this project, I must flex between the high-level setting to manage my stakeholder, 
and also clearly knows all the details of the project and is very close connected to all the cross function. I provide great support in helping facilitate activities between core team members, working to eliminate obstacles to allow team success and keep team members aware of deadlines and expectations. And I also must lead by a role example on how to step up to a very challenging task as there are many first time in this project. Even as a new leader in this area, I embrace my given opportunity with vigor and has succeeded. My team has succeeded in engaging successfully with Global FIGO, which is also known as International Federal of Gynecology and Obstetric, and also collected uh, the ONG's uh, key opinion leaders in various countries around the world on their opinions. We also engaging in principal investigator in pilot clinical study and has made voice of customer visit to many countries to define the IMAT needs for the BD new products and solution. I demonstrated embodiment of efficiency, diligence, and drive to succeed. Therefore, receive a lot of positive feedback from the Odon Global core team. My behavior and outstanding performance are the role model for all the RD associates in this region. Being agile in decision-making, quick responses, and action-oriented earns me the BD Greater Asia R&D Individual Excellence Award in 2014. In short, this award actually aims to recognize the associate who have contributed to the development and enrichment of R&D, functional excellence, and R&D globalization in the region. That sounds like quite an exciting project. I know one of my favorite parts of some of the roles I've held has been being able to go get that voice of customer. Was there any particular area or customer that you really enjoyed going to talk to and what were they able to contribute to the project? This group of customer is actually a profession, which is actually the OBGYNs, and they actually deliver babies and they will tell you with the samples that we actually provide them during the visit. They will tell you what is good and what is not and what is actually efficacy and safety in terms of deliver the baby. So that actually helped us a lot in collecting all the inputs when we actually design the product. Great. So I know earlier on, you mentioned being able to get a mentor. I believe it was during your, what we would call here, your high school days. In what ways have you been able to turn around and return that favor and coach and mentor some young women who want to pursue careers in STEM or follow in your footsteps? I always believe in pay forward. So when I benefited in this round, I always want to achieve other young women actually to benefit from me as well. So as a BD STEM lead for Singapore side and also the region, under the Win Plus STEMs chapter for career development advancement, we did launch a bi-yearly mentoring program that allowed us to recruit mentor and mentees that pairing them up according to their needs and expectations with the poor mentor that we can offer. Whenever there is a strategic initiative that wins in BD Singapore, I will assure that STEM's elements and female associates' representations have been embedded and considered. I have personally involved as a mentor and mentee while I'm driving this program for the last two seasons, and I hope that those young women are able to benefit from this. Besides that, I have been introduced to Global SWE since 2016, and I become a member of SWE. However, how much I wish back then that I know this organization earlier. So in 2021, 
we started to partner with the local three at SG, where I'm an ESCO member for 2022 to 2020, together with my fellow colleagues in the committee, to resent the STEM's void in medical technology industry and lead the professional development series program, where I believe this program enables the senior leaders and experienced associates in diverse industry to share their valuable experience for the young women associates to learn and model after. We also did an internship program to recruit female interns and enable access to all programs for secondary school students, especially the girls' schools and university graduates to visit our company facility to understand the diverse job that we are offering in medical industry and how their role in this job can contribute and impact the advancing in world of health. And we always, always tell them that as a female, you actually give a different perspective when we actually design a product. And you're always able to give the voice of a female a user in our medical products. That's so true. I feel like there's so many articles and studies out there about women in healthcare settings and how important that voice is. So thank you for mentoring those women that are coming up through the ranks. Thank you for learning about SWE and joining. And I too wish you had learned sooner, but we will take you as a SWE member, whatever you learn about SWE. As we start to wind down here, if there is one piece of advice that you could share with our listeners who are trying to grow within their company or their careers, what would that advice be? I will always like to advise the associates to always be prepared and get yourself ready by learning new things to grow. So when opportunity come by, you're either ready or close to ready, then you can have a higher chances to succeed to achieve what you set out for. Besides this, you also must have the willingness to go into uncharted water and be open to diversify opportunities. When you're out of a comfort zone, that is where I believe the learning and growth accelerated. You will never know that this diversity can lead or open to another greater career progression opportunities. So over the course of some podcasts, I've shared that I have a handful of quotes around my, my monitor. And as I'm sitting here looking at this while you're reading, it just resonated so much. I've got a quote here and I'm going to just cut out the relevant part of it, but it says, if we stay in our comfort zone, greatness cannot come to pass. So I think that echoes a lot of what you said and really needing to get out of that comfort zone to grow and accelerate how you're growing. So I think that's really resonates with me and I'm sure with our listeners as well. Thank you for sharing that. Is there anything else you'd like to share or talk about? So I believe that possessing the ability of learning on the fly has becoming a norm nowadays. And as in today's ever-changing environment, this has become a core skill that everyone must equip. Sometimes you need to be resilient, persistent, and preservative in doing a job that is given. Be passionate and love my job and very good at it. And I believe that do it well and very well when the job been assigned to you and the rewards will naturally come after that. Thank you for that. I think as I reflect on our conversation, what is morning for me, but Surely not everybody will be listening in the morning. As I reflect on our conversation today, a few things that resonated with me, again, that getting outside of your comfort zone and learning on the fly. And don't forget that you can get a mentor very early in your education and use them as you progress, but then return the favor and make sure that you mentor people who are coming behind you to make sure that our next generation of, of engineers and professionals is just as strong as it can be in gaining our knowledge. So Lim, thank you for taking time to speak with us today. 
I've really enjoyed our time together. Thank you. It's my pleasure. And I'm honored to be here. Excellent. Thank you. I'm Dana. For all of us at SWE, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Diverse. Please don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with your social network. You can keep up to date with our podcast on Instagram at SWE Diverse Podcast and on our blog, altogether at altogether.swe.org. <laughs>